Welcome to Two Sweet Lambruscos. Hey, man. Billy Hi. Long Lawrence. <laughs> Polly Firm. How you doing? Well, I'm good. How you doing? Thumbs up. Okay. For the people that are only listening to this podcast, sure. That's, I'm glad you said that because that they're gonna be like, oh, okay, he didn't ignore him. He put his thumb up. Yep, right yeah. off the bat. Just right off the bat. Him. <laughs> One way train, baby. <laughs> um, you know that some foods uh, um, lend themselves to Party? being eaten like a gentleman more than others. Yeah, like nachos. Right. So um, really. I, I was I was uh, I was talking. Um, with uh, this this guy who is uh, engaged to one of Dulcie's friends, and uh, we were talking, we had to go over to their house and, and play a game together. So this night. is gonna be your new best friend because mm-hmm. they're friends. No, no, I this, this uh, I, I cleared that up before we left. Okay. Um, so this guy was talking about. Um, oh, I'm sorry. He, I was talking first. I was talking with with the fiance. Her, her name is um, Julie, I believe. I think I don't even fucking remember, but she's pretty cool. And so, uh, we, you know, we were all talking and stuff, and they were talking about like, oh, what was your first date? Like, they're one of those couples that like are enamored with like the cute things. Yeah, and so they probably have missionary sex. Like, oh, I love you so much. And uh, so the uh, the they're talking about our first date and. Uh, and, and Dulcie's just like, well, he brought me to Abby's. <laughs> and like that's exactly what she did. And I started laughing. And she was like, ah, whatever. And he's like, Arby's? And I'm like, yeah. What's wrong with Arby's? He's like, on your first date? I'm like, what am I going to do? Create a false sense of like... Yeah, right. You know? Yeah. Like, this, well, is what you, this is what you're getting. This is the guy you're going to be dating. We're going to build. Arby's. From here. Yeah. Like, And I made sure when we got there, you get anything you want off of that dollar menu. Oh, yeah, dude. I got it. Yeah. Bit balling, yeah. Yeah, she yeah. was like, I do that with every relationship. <laughs> After we got done eating, I remember she was like, I'm gonna choose the next place. I'm like, okay, that's fair, and then you'll pay for it. Yeah, but you know what? By me bringing her to Abby's, she understood. Do you know, we went for our second date, Golden Road. Uh, no, no, also, that actually was our first. Oh, uh, well, that was our first date, date, Golden Road. But the first time we went out and I spent money on her was two nights before at Abby's, yeah. So then we did the Golden Road thing where, where you guys met. And then um, after that, she's like, okay, I'm not going to go to Abby's again. But we're not going to go to Mastro's or Javier's. So let me find something in the middle. And that was her thinking. Applebee's? No. Oh. No. <laughs> that was her thinking. And she chose Slater's. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. 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 So that was cool. So um, the guys are going, so can you believe you brought her to the Abby's? And Dulcie's like, what do you care? Yeah. <laughs> like, like, why do you? Why does it matter? Yeah. How, how about we're still together and we've been through some real shit. Right. I'm like, uh, I'm like, Abby's is was, was was great because that that set the tone. Yeah. You know? And so Dusty's like, what did you guys do for your first date? And um, she's like, oh, we went to Naples Rib Company. And I'm like, we went to a rib joint on your first date. Mm. And the guy was like, yeah, I picked it. I'm like, did you order ribs? And she had done her makeup and, and her hair. And, and he was and like, she yeah, had like a light colored. Sweater so, that she had picked out. So Dulcie already knew where I was going with this. Uh, She's kind of just like salivating now because oh, she yeah, knows yeah. I'm gonna like rip this guy apart. Let him go. So um, I'm like, did you get ribs? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, how'd you eat them? He was like, what do you mean? I'm like, how did you eat your ribs? And he was like, what's that matter? I go, there's only two ways to eat ribs. Yep. The right way. In the front or in the back. Yeah. The right way 
and the way where you look like an asshole and it's emasculating. I swear to God, almost if it was like a sitcom, she goes, oh, he did the ladder. He had a fork and a knife. <laughs> oh, no. And I'm like, dude. What? Yeah. I'm like looking at him and he's just like, I'm like, obviously it doesn't sound so fucking bad. Now it does it, asshole. Yeah, take that. Yeah. That guy's not my best friend. No. I don't know. He, he could be, though. He's not. They'll force you guys he to hang out. He eats his ribs with enough. a fork and a knife. You know, mind he your own business. Mind your own business not. is a new uh, a thing I'm trying to bring back from the 80s. Sinbad jumpsuits? No, people just say mind your own business. Mind your own relationships. See, mind I, your own business. I've tried that. It's wonderful. They don't they, they don't Because people to feel it. like they can interrogate you over shit, and you're just like, well, wait, 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 wait. I will answer your question because I choose to. However, right. you know, let's start with mind your own business. Well, what does it affect you here, <laughs> if I walk sideways every fourth step here, when I'm walking down the street? Here, here's, I'm trying to reduce the drag. But here's the general problem with that is that um, when I'm in these situations where I have to go meet her friends, um, you know, I, 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 I can't, I have to build up to that. And that whole evening, listening to the, this guy's stupid fucking small talk mm-hmm. and um, just being like, this guy is going to end up being that dude that wears members only jackets and fucking has you chopped up in like in his fish tank and makes a lamp. Like, that was my thinking when I was talking to this guy. So the whole night built up to my whole, like, mind your own business, fuck off thing was him giving me shit. Over Arby's. Over Arby's. Yeah. You know? So when I started dating a girl, you know, it dawned on me that every time, like, let's say, like, the first text message comes in, right? And, uh... Like, you're talking the first text message as a couple? Or like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like we're dating or whatever. And okay. then she'll send a text message. She's at work. She's bored or something. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I'm very much like if I have time and I have my phone out and uh-huh. someone texts me, I'll text them right back. And if there are also times where I'll leave my phone at home and just go around the neighborhood. You know, I, I don't want to have my phone with me. Most people can't do that. Most people leave the house without their cell phone or their wallet. Yeah. And, and they're in a third world country. They're, oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, I grew up a free range kid, so I'm able to figure things out without so you're a free range chicken i am okay good and we're, we're most of the people our age are you know we are like within like that range are yeah. not free range chickens. no 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 they're no. Uh, milk fed veal right um <laughs> so i uh <laughs> so so anyway uh but i realized like like let's say the first time she she texts i'm able to respond quickly forevermore she will expect me to respond that quickly or else it will mean something like yeah i i'm i must be either so, cheating on her right or i'm mad at her or I'm this, not is over, this is, this is in over whatever the, subject she's the, texting the, about. this is over your response time so now i just set like a basic uh two hour half hour to two hour window in that range i will respond Unless it's an emergency. I haven't had that problem um, unless I was dating someone who was much younger than me. And I haven't done that. Like, usually girls who are concerned about response time and text messages are girls that are currently on their phones, which are girls who are either still shopping at Forever 21. Sure. They're Forever 21. Or, yeah. Well, it should also be noted I don't date any of those girls currently. So, it didn't work out. My girlfriend uh, shopped at Forever 21 like up to like a year ago, but not because she's 21, but because of her build, she can still fit in the clothes that she wore when she was 21, Yeah, like 10 years ago. You I went know? into H&M one time. 
What is that? Oh, the clothing store. Yeah, it's yeah. like a European brand, but they, they do kind of like cheaper versions of like this is what this is one of the approved metrosexual stores i think so okay so i went in there and uh i took a quick look at all the pant sizes and jacket sizes and 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 like the uh the sort of androgynous side eye and and huffing coming from the uh customer service counter and i went i think i'm in the wrong store here i've wandered into the wrong building i don't feel safe here. I, I feel, feel judged. I feel that way. I don't feel judged. So I took my pants off and walked out like Good. a man. What'd you do with your pants? I just left them in there. So they won. I think it was a draw. No. They yeah. got your pants. You got nothing. I had my dignity. Do you? And you I, walked no, in I wasn't H&M even pantless. wearing underwear. That changes everything. But I had my dignity. Right. Yeah, yeah of course. I had my head back and my... My well, cocking balls out. If you were a um, a eunuch, sure, Kendall, correct. Don't they have dicks now? I know the Bob the female ones do, but they don't identify. <laughs> the first dick in the history they of don't Barbies identify. is yeah. transitioning. Yeah, well, it's probably. Can you, I can imagine that being a hotbed issue. I went to buy my daughter a Barbie doll. <laughs> It's like, yeah, it's exactly, that Barbie doll is what you people are like, that's what you're creating. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's that's your personality in the form of a doll. Dickless, vaginalist, just, you're, you are a pronoun. That's you. What are you complaining about? Got himself a smoothie down there. Right. That's what, that's, that's what it's come to. Everybody wants to be a fucking dickless doll. Or or, or or be able to, like... I know that's what I wrote yes. in second grade when they asked, what do you want to be when you grow up? You know what I asked? What a dickless I, I, doll. I wish I could call my aunt right now. Because she, she, she brings this up to me, I swear to God, every time we talk. When I was in third grade, they had an assembly thing for the parents I'm curious as to third grade, Rosie. And, 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 and you have to come up to the stage, and then the, the teacher um, asks you questions. Like, what's your name? So you're on the spot. Right, right. How old are you? What's your favorite class? Like, what's your favorite subject? Color. Do you have any family? All that, yada, yada, yada. And so uh, then they ask you what you want to be when you grow up. And I don't know why I said this because I didn't know what it is, but I think I heard the word and I was able to say it. And it was a very difficult word for uh, someone who's eight. Uh-huh. Well, I said gynecologist. <laughs> and As a little third grader? Yes. And, um, you did grow up with all sisters. I did. Yep. And that's probably where I heard it. For sure. Yeah. Why, why would a third grader know that It's word? funny that you put that together because the only other people that put that together were my mom, my aunt, my sisters. So like, yeah, right, we got to get him a brother. Yeah. You know? And so the, the, I, remember the, I remember the teacher being <laughs> like, what did you just say? And I was like, gynecologist. <laughs> And that was it. First of all, let's get this kid in gate. But like, secondly... There was like four more questions. She yeah. was like, thanks. Thank we're, you. We're good. Yeah. You can go back. We've, I'm like, what we, about the other questions? We so know. Like, yeah, and some... Yeah, everyone... Well, that's the you're eight. You're eight. And you are enunciating the word gynecologist. Fine. We don't want to know what other words you know. Yeah. Go back to your seat. If you know that word. Yeah. And, and uh, I, I, my aunt was like... You could like hear them, like my her, my mom, my sister, like fucking gut wrench laughing. Yeah, of audience, course, you know? dude. It's crazy. What do we say around here? Probably one of your older sisters put you up to it. 
Well, they ended up showing me, like, they were telling me what a gynecologist was. They had this book, and they were like, glad they didn't show you. Does she want to know? We're about to, like, show me. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm glad like, they didn't show you. But uh, I remember my sister being like, I, I, she's like, a gynecologist is a doctor that studies the female anatomy. And I'm like, what? She's like, tits and ass and vaginas. And I'm like, oh. All right, I'm going to go play. Off I went. Yeah. So, fast forward now. Sure. Now um, you're an amateur gynecologist. <laughs> I'm, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm four, 15, so I'm sorry, 15, almost 16. And that's when I lost my virginity. And I remember telling uh, my sister's friend, that's who I lost my virginity to. I was being like, you know that since I was eight years old, like the, I said I wanted to be a gynecologist. And she was like, yeah, but not all vaginas are going to look like mine. Some of them are going to be weird and gross and they're going to smell. And I'm like, well, I know, I know, like, you know, I know your vagina is unique to you. <laughs> and they're like poops and snowflakes. None of this exactly the same. But I'm like, I, I mean, I, I don't want to be a gynecologist. That, to me, would would ruin vaginas for me. Of course. People, I mean, there's the annual checkups, I'm sure, or whatever. But generally, if you're going to see a gynecologist, Something's you, up. You, you, there's a mystery and you'd like some clues. Right. Yeah. Right. And, uh, and, 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 and I don't want to be a guy that tells a woman what's wrong with her vagina. So weird, right? Yeah, I don't want to do that. I'm not going to do that. I think... Yeah, I mean, like, whatever, 60, 70 years ago when all doctors were male. What's the significance of that number? What? 67. It's a weird random number to 60 say. 60 to 70 years ago. That's not what you said. I said I just said kind of fast, I think. And you, you said 67. You, you are wearing earphones. You said 67. Let the record show. Fine, you said, maybe you said 60. I stand firm in what I say. We're agreeing now, and there's still tension. Dude, you had that fucking switch when I came over here, whipping people on the balls and <laughs> pointing things out, and you got very dictatorial as soon as you picked that. <laughs> you thing got up, a, dude. you got, a, you got a very small sample size of what it's of what like, it's like <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> to live under my regime. We already have long arms, and now you've got this yeah. switch. I'm not. You know what I'm going to do with that? I'm going to exactly. I, I'm, no, I don't. No, exactly. What no I'm going to do to that blind? I'm going to break it in half and put it in the trash can. Why didn't you do it when you threw away the blinds? Because the trash cans were full. Because you wanted that power a little the longer. The trash cans were full. You can't... I didn't even know... That thing, that thing is a half inch around. I didn't know that this was attached. God damn it. Put it down. I get nervous. You're holding it up. I don't know, dude. Just one swipe across the forehead and I'm... But why would I do that to you? Why... You Sometimes... Sometimes... You're, you're a bit of a wild card. I don't like that. I love it. This isn't helping, is it? Just, just throw it. There we go. Thank you. Uh, You're peace welcome. in the land. All right, I'll have to pull out my fucking gun. Um, another funny story. Ooh. I've never fired a real gun. I've never held a real gun. You sure you're American? That's the same reaction I get when I tell people I haven't seen Star Wars. Yeah, we talked about that. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's like, oh, you never had a gun? You never seen Star Wars? I'm like, if I had a gun, though, <laughs> I'd shoot you. Mm-hmm. And every other person that makes me not seeing Star Wars part of their day and their, their fucking whole mindset. Like, you're going to let that fucking rent space in your head. You don't need to be here. You're not a forward thinker. I'm going to shoot you and kill you. 
With the gun. With the gun. I guess that thing there is kind of more like the thing they use. You know what I'm talking about? I don't. Oh, oh, oh lightsaber. That thing. Yeah. Uh, when I had when I had Ben and Andrew on the podcast, they 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 both like um, uh, uh, Star Wars, and um, we but all three of us though um, also love Star Trek and and Superman, and uh, so that that's kind of like in Marilyn Monroe. In Marilyn Monroe, yeah. But uh, they're, and 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 they're the only people. Like that also love Star Wars that were like talking to me and they're just like yeah whatever dude like who gives a shit like I'm like yeah I know and uh, we did like a whole fifteen minute thing about how my friend had harangued me <laughs> in, into Pretty going weird. into going to Comic Con. Um, oh yeah yeah you told me about yeah, that. yeah and and this is like dude it's like I, I don't that's not the world I want to live in it's like there's so there's certain people that just can't let me quietly enjoy Star Trek. And not watch Star Wars. Correct. Yeah. Correct. You know what they could do? They could M Y O B. They could mind their own business. Yeah. Yeah, they could. And because um, because the, the people who don't that that's who gets the creamy Jesus. What the hell is the creamy Jesus? You don't know about the creamy Jesus? No, bro. So you're. Um, so I don't. It that sounds weird. I'll just say that. That's my first. <laughs> my first sort of like take on things here Mitch creamy Buch- Jesus yeah Mitch Buchanan creamy Jesus little cause that nope I probably know a guy named creamy Jesus that sounds like a soup um, uh, he's a cook you know little Mitch Buchanan yeah yeah what's not S- that short come on bro he's 5'7 okay if he's short next to me he's a midget next to you <laughs> a midget so Mitch Buchanan uh, uh, recently um, got a new job and and and, and hey he's, congrats yeah he's doing his last two weeks of his current job cool and um he asked me for some advice which i gave him and i i thought i gave him good advice uh because when it comes to things like that i you know i don't want to joke around with somebody's like especially somebody like him who's really you know really come a long way and been working really hard yeah for sure no so you're I, great you're great at it I, I give him advice and i advise him what to do and um, I was like, you may want to think about cutting your hair. I'm like, you know. Well, what's uh, the job? Uh, it's it's. Uh, you don't need to tell me the job, but it's the job where you need to be more presentable. I think that if he was going for any job, that's not where he's currently working. A good idea would be to get a hair. Now, is he a man bun kind of guy? Or no, a ponytail kind of ponytail. Oh. Creamy Jesus. Creamy Jesus is a guy. Wait, where's the creamy from? Because he has the color of his hair. Oh. So it's like the creamy Jesus. Jesus is, was not much of a ponytail cre- guy. But no, no, but creamy like, Jesus. According to the exactly. research I haven't done. But if Jesus had a ponytail. Sure. He'd you love- know, I think it's that that's the kind of, he's a trickster. He, he's, <laughs> he's up to something. He's swarmy. You know, he's going to end up growing a mustache. And, um, you know. I, 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 so we're just sitting here the other day talking, and I was like, What'd you say, creamy Jesus? And he was like, What the hell does that mean? I'm like, <laughs> Yeah, dude, if yeah. you're not gonna cut the ponytail, I'm gonna continue. So you're hazing him, you're the cream, yeah, you're hazing him into getting rid no, of that creamy, no, because creamy I also, lock I, of hair. Because I also encourage him. I, 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 I it's, it's kind of like uh, when you tell someone, Carrot in a stick, not a carrot in a stick, it's, there's no extrinsic motivation. I, 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 it's more me just being Did like. Did you say extrinsic? 
extrinsic motivation. I like that. Um, so, because intrinsic motivation is what, what that's what I live on. I, I want to be self motivated. Yeah, yeah, no, me too. I, 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 I don't yeah, want you to dang. I don't want to have to do something because it's yeah, getting yeah. dangled in front in fact, of me. I'm gonna I, earn fact, that I, shit. In fact, I bet money if someone told you what to do, you do the opposite. Depends on what they were telling me to do. Well, if you're paying for an education, if they were like, "Don't jump off that bridge," I'm not gonna do the opposite. I'll show them. But what if there's water? You don't know. I don't know. What if it's shallow, shallow bed? What if it's three feet deep? That's true. You it's probably, all in the air. Yeah. It's all just there for the taking. Dude, I feel like you just signed my high school yearbook. Right. <laughs> right. I just gave you a sociology degree. Yeah, thanks. Thanks, bro. Um, so, Woo! so, but with him, um, with with him, what the funny thing is, is that um, I, I'm also very encouraging to him. And we're going to talk more about that in a minute. We're going to take a quick break. But when we come back, we're going to do a version of what you did last week to me, where you explained situations. And then I was um, giving you how I react to those yeah. Positions. Yeah, yeah. Uh, situations. So we're gonna we're gonna go do something like that. But we're gonna take a quick break. We'll be right back with some words or the sponsorship plug, our social media, our website, and uh, definitely more creamy Jesus. Hmm. Welcome back to Two Sweet Lambruscos. Oh, so sweet. Uh Billy Longlands, Polly Firm. If you um, like listening to our podcast, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and uh, in Australia, on Breaker. Hey, what's up, Australia? The Aussies. Um, and if you want to visit our website, it's zombieeaterspodcast.org, which is our parent podcast. And you can listen to full episodes right from our podcast, and you can look at pictures and other fun pageantry and brickleback yeah brickleberry mm. um if you want to make your own podcast and what do you, do? you think that you're funny sure chances are you're not people who think they're funny generally aren't um they say i'm a gas right or they're like those are the kind of people that like build themselves up just to like shit on you and tell you you're not funny like i used to have people come up to me after i do stand up and they'd be like oh you know do people say i'm really funny i'm like do they yeah, who? My friends. My grandma. What friends? What do they say? My dead grandma. They go, oh, you're really funny. I'm like, that's what they say to you. They go, oh, you're really funny. Is that how they say it? They go, oh, you're really funny. What do they say? Like, you tell a story and no one laughs. They go, that's funny. Right. And he's like, no, like, I've been told. I'm like, you said that. But I'm like, I, I'm not convinced. You're not being funny right now. His cats told him. Yeah. And I'm like, uh, he's like, well, neither are you. I'm like, I'm not on stage. And he's like, I'm not on stage. Yeah, I don't need to be funny moment to moment in my life. Yes, I just do. need to be funny for an hour up there. Sure. That's wow. it. It's a long time. That's a, it is a long time. But when you're up there, when you get the first laugh, it goes by like that. But you got to get it quick. Bro, if you don't like, get your first laugh until like three, four minutes in, you're having a bad set. Yeah. Yeah. I, was, I once did a panel and I accidentally shared for 45 minutes. How come nobody stopped you? They were being nice. Who? Or scared. Your, your shared invoked fear? Well, I, I mean, I did. I was holding a Bowie knife. <laughs> but I'm tactile. I like to keep my hands busy. Lembaz. Um. So, if you want to make a podcast and you think you're funny. Oh, yeah, shit, sorry. When people tell you you're funny and they go, oh, yeah, you're really funny. 
you're not funny. Maybe, but maybe you are. You can go to Captivate.fm by Rebel Radio. There's only one way to get better, to keep going. Yeah. Just keep keep being Kathy Griffin. Keep on keeping on. So you can go to uh, Captivate.fm by Rebel Radio, and you can sign up. You get uh, one week captivate. free. Captivate. And they have... What? Captivate? Captivate. Okay. Not cap the egg. So if you go to Captivate.fm uh, by Rebel Radio, they will give you um, a free week. And they will help distribute your podcast and help you get your first 100 listeners. They also have a podcasting academy where they teach you all the ins and outs of podcasting. That's what I did. That's how I learned to do a podcast. That and through trial and error. And um, it's it, it was great. Um, I'm very grateful for um, Rebel Radio and Captivate.fm. Here, here. And especially for Mark Asquith, who is the fucking man. I just realized that he's Australian. Mark. Mark's Australian. Yeah. He's a great guy too. Mac, like he's he he owns a very successful podcasting platform, uh, podcasting host site, and a, a very good um, company to uh, for podcasting. That did not come out right, but he's also a really cool, approachable guy, you know. And uh, when I started the podcast out at first, I sent them a couple clips, and he was like, "All right, well, here's what you're doing wrong. Here's what you're doing right." And he 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 taught me how to use um, to turn my weaknesses into strengths. He miyagi'd you. He did, but he um, he Dundeed me. The old Dundee. He gave me the old Dundee. The Dundee two-step. That sounds like something creamy Jesus would be into. So, um, the Melbourne reach around. We're, we're <laughs> the, the, the Melbourne massacre. We have to. Um, we're we're going to get um, into a little the uh, outback uh, upper uh, deck role playing now. Role play? Yeah. So well, I'm glad I brought my panda costume. I know. I'm glad that I um, brought pants. So um, what we're gonna do is, uh, my, I, I'm, for my career, I'm looking to get into um, into the uh, government, whether in the uh, private or public sector. I prefer public sector. Um, and, uh, and 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 you're 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 not looking to get into politics. So what we're gonna do is you're gonna assume the role. Of a politician, somebody um, like like look of a selectman, and uh, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna give you a situation, and then um, you're gonna tell me what you would say in that situation. All right. So a selectman, actually, you don't know what that is. They're only in Massachusetts. A selectman in Massachusetts is basically that's their their branch of the executive government of the Massachusetts Commonwealth. Okay. They're called selectmen. But for the sake of this conversation, to make make things a little bit more uh, like a representative, yeah. Well, so you're, you're going to be a congressman. Okay. You're representing the fifth district of California. Okay. And you're, you're, you're this upcoming election. Let's say there's an it's it's November. We're in the primaries, and you're up for uh, re-election. Fair enough. Let me ask you: In the fifth district, my constituents are they? What way do they lean? The 5th District is where you're from. Where I'm from or yeah. where I live? No, that's the 5th District, where you were born. Okay. So you tell me. I don't fucking know. All right. Do you have constituents back there? Well, I, I would imagine that if people voted me in, they believe a certain way. Well, you're running unopposed. I'm running unopposed. Yeah. Okay. And so we're going to say some things that would lose you the election. Okay. If you were 
uh, running if you had someone running. If I was them. running unopposed, yeah. then I would lose the election. <laughs> We'd rather have this fucking donkey than if, this. If you weren't jackass. running unopposed, if you were running up against someone, if you weren't unopposed, this is what you would say that would lose you the election. Oh, okay, okay, sure. So, um, all right. So uh, you're 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 doing your um your your uh, your uh, your uh, on the campaign trail, and I'm a reporter, mm-hmm. and I'm going to ask you a question. Bring it. And this would lose you the election if you were running, if you weren't on the post. But you're running on the post, so it doesn't matter. So, right? I can, so I can just shoot from the hip. Yeah. Because I'm up against no one. Yeah, right. I can only look at you. You're not on the campaign trail. We're just doing an interview. It's like a one-on-one. We're at the local Mimi's. Because you don't need to. You don't need The Mimi's Cafe. You don't need to campaign. Why are you going to waste your money on a campaign? You're running on a post. Yeah, dude. More ascots. Right. Would you wear an ascot if you were running? Unopposed? Fuck yeah. Yeah. That's a bold move if you're not running unopposed. Yeah, you, you're really cutting off about half the votes there. Right. Oh, he's an right. ascot, man. Yeah, he's an ascot, man. He's not a, He's not thinking about other people. He's clearly blue collar. <laughs> All right, so are you ready? <laughs> All right, so uh, this is what this is what this is what what's gonna happen. So, um, all right, so I'm interviewing you, and this is one of the questions. I um, heard in a story, um, you know, from, from a source that you enjoy the company of cocaine and prostitutes. I believe that. All marginalized sections of society deserve a fair shake. Uh, And so hanging out with everyone is something I agree uh, with. They may not vote. They may try to vote nine times. It doesn't matter. But they do have issues the same as all of us. But cocaine has to be part of that situation? Well, the cocaine is to bring the hookers. That's the lore. Prostitutes. And then we have a nice... 14-hour discussion where no one takes a breath. So you can't afford... You can afford to buy the cocaine to get the hookers, but you can't just buy the hooker? You have to buy the cocaine? No, no, no. I didn't buy the hookers. I, it, the, the co- they brought, you buy the coke. They they had the coke. How do you get them here, then? So you make them bring the coke and the vagina, and you don't pay anything. Well, I don't do anything with them. What do you do? I listen to what their concerns might be. So you listen to a, you sit in a room and listen to a bunch of coked out, a bunch of coked out hookers. They're clearly a marginalized segment of society. No one's taking them seriously. How did they get there? All right, How on. did we fail them? I don't know. So why um, are they selling their bodies and sniffing cocaine? It doesn't seem like you have a solution, a long-term solution to the oil crisis. Um, so how would you feel if we were able to um, make our cars run on? Caribou meat. I know that's not sustainable. Or a bone or hide. Yeah, that's not sustainable. Why not? Well, I think anytime, anytime you're you're swapping out a dying resource for a much smaller supply of a dying resource. Do you know how many caribou there are? I would imagine there's less caribou than gallons of gas in the world. So you're assuming your answer. I'm totally assuming. Do there's you know? Do you know the answer? I do. Are there more caribou than barrels of oil? Yep. Well, then I think it's a good idea. We should we should absolutely explore if that's the case because caribou can re- uh, reproduce, whereas oil, you can't put two 
You can't put a little 87 octane and a little 89 octane in the same barrel and hope they produce 91. It's just not going to happen. For a politician, you're very easily swayed. Well, I don't have the numbers in front of me. I'm assuming you know if you're, you're asking just that believing question. a reporter. So you told me there are more caribou than barrels of gas. Yeah, I did. If that be the case, for and sure. You're, you're not, you're not worried that caribou. my data may not be empirical. Well, if that if that's not the case, then I, I gave you my answer already. Do you think you'd still be in office if there was somebody running against you? Oh. You think if I ran against you, I would win? Because I'm, I'm considering it. I don't know. I mean, what are, what are your main policy points? What do you, what it's do you... always darkest before the dawn. That's true. My, my campaign philosophy is to live life like it's your second time through. You shouldn't really have a philosophy for a campaign. You should have an That's action. what I believe in. Live life like it's your second time through. Live life like it's your second time through. Yeah. How many people have been alive twice in the same lifetime? We don't know, but I'm going to still pretend like it's my second time I'm going to guess zero? If it was my first time through, boy. So you're still in your first life? I think I'm on my second. You think? Yeah. What made you come to that conclusion? I also believe in aliens. What kind? Like illegal Rain, aliens? Flying reindeer. Well, so you mean aliens like ALF? Yeah, extraterrestrial. Okay, E.T., you believe in that? Why not? That wasn't based on a true story. No. I don't know. Where did you I, I've heard college? my finger before, it, and I've said, ouch. I, I'm looking at your uh, political stats here, and uh, where it says college, yeah. it says, you tell me. And you mm-hmm. is written with a U. Yeah, and one L, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, well, I... You, you put that, right? Uh, yeah. So where did you go to school? You want me to tell you where you went to school? Because judging by this, I'm going to say Benjamin Franklin Junior Elementary. <laughs> well, I went to the School of Life. How did you get elected? What What is it? Who are you? My dad's the mayor, dude. Didn't you know that? Your dad's the mayor. You're running for a much more... Well, 90% of our voting, of our district is is put in, in is basically the township. So 90% of our voting public lives in this town. My dad's the mayor. Now I'm in charge of the district. You really reek like alcohol. That's impossible. Why is that? I prefer cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> that, that could not have gone better. Uh, uh, now, now it's so funny how like you know enough about politics to where like those questions like you knew like the most ridiculous answer. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's like you never admitted to doing coke until the end. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Oh my god, the caribou thing. Are there more caribou? Yeah, fine, do that. (laughs) Fuck it, they at least fucking make more caribou. That's sustainable as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, we can can make more kids, put them in a controlled environment. Um, So the reason I wanted to do that, you know, the thing we did last week on the episode, plus um, that was kind of my segue into this next section we're going to talk about. I had to do a, um, a, uh, um, a town hall thing for school last week. And um, what, what I bet you knocked that out of the park. Though. Here's what we did. So the professor, uh, for I'd my, love to hear you. That my, my professor for the class was like, "You're gonna get broken up. 
There's like 30 people in this class. Like you're going to get broken up into six groups of five. And within that so group... So 30 of you. Yes. But I, I just said that because I want you to know how many different groups there were. No, I get it. Six of us. I just love numbers, man. I love them. I got There's myself a little bit half-hard <laughs> thinking about it. And um, Tell me more. Within those groups, you had to like pick someone. Okay, you're going to do this. You're going to do this. So we had to have someone who was the like press secretary. They handled all the secretaries. We had a treasurer. We had to have um, somebody that was... Um, Bring the donuts? Kind of, yeah. Coffee? Like an intern, yeah. The gopher. Pretty much, yes, an intern, yeah. yeah. Well, we, well it, was, it, it was a little bit more than it was a researcher. Mm. And then we had to have the fucking jefe and the assistant jefe. Well, as soon as he got put assistant into a group... Assistant to the jefe. Yeah, they were all like, well, you know, lieutenant governor, governor. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but we were doing... Um, it, it's a um, city... Um, city strong council type um, political setup where you have like the, the mayor who's the elected official and then you have the um, the um, uh, uh, city uh, manager who's like the CEO you know and but in this situation the mayor was the one that was going to be doing the you know the mayor's the one that addresses the public mm-hmm. and all that so they were like you should be the mayor and I'm like okay and then they're like who do you think should be the city manager and this is important because the city manager is the one that's responsible for making sure that the um, rep- city representative, the secretary, the treasurer are all doing their job based off the policy that I've written. Okay. So that's important. Yeah, yeah. So um, they delegate and make sure. And- so I'm looking at my group and I'm like, I think that uh, her name's Janet. I'm like, I think Janet should be the city manager. Janet is very intelligent. Yeah. She's extremely smart. She's not very outgoing. She does. She's more, you know, um, reserved. More reserved. Yeah. She's. She's not. She, you know what we say. Thinks before she speaks. Yeah. Yeah. Good yeah. For her. Yeah. She's very analytical. So uh, I. I thought it was. It was. It's a, it's a fucking no brainer. And so um. I, and then they they were like I don't know they're like well we think that maybe Chris should do it I'm like if Chris does it I'm not being the mayor. <laughs> I'm not doing it. You're pulling out? Yeah. I'm like, I'm, I'm Tina and I, mayor, city manager. That's the best way this group works. And so, um, and, uh, and then, yeah, and then it was just like, just like I said, just like I expected. She was like, all right, you're going to be the treasurer. You're going to be the press secretary. You're going to be the researcher. And then you're going to be the, um, well, what was the other position we had? Um, the um, councilman. And so she was like, this is why you're going to do, this is why you're good for that. And like within five minutes, explain each person why they should do that. Like, like, like it was like a hiccup to her. This is why you're gonna do this. Blah, 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 right through the line. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, you still wanna be the city manager, Chris? <laughs> He's like, no. Nah, I'm she's, like, yeah. She's very good at All this. All right, we got no. this. Yeah, yeah. I didn't have to do any fucking work. All I had to do was present the policy I'd already written. <laughs> so, um, so we, 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 we go up, it was, this is, we got assigned it on Monday and on Friday, we had to do our presentation. Mm-hmm. So come Friday, like with a second to last group to go, which is great, because we get to see the other groups go before us. And the whole time they're going, Tina's just making notes, making notes, going to meet the people that told me. I'm like, okay, like, dude, she fucking like exploited every weakness on every single team, position to position. So Champ. I get this dossier when it's my turn to speak. Yeah. Dude, I, I, you had to do 15 minutes. Yeah. Like five minutes explaining like what each person did, how we got to this. 
and then like you know another five minutes talking about the policy and then another five minutes closing it out like this is why we're the right political team this is the dude literally five minutes of the policy is all i had to do i read everything i took her notes and when it came to the end it was like a fucking roast i was just like I'm like, well, if we're running against this team, this is why we're the this is why we're the safer choice, and this is why our policy is going to work better. And just right down the line, right down the line, the last group that went was so flustered, yeah, by what we did, dude. Yeah, they fucking bombed. You mic dropped on. It was like, yeah. it was like what we just did. They were just yeah. like, well, if that's a better idea, uh, <laughs> they, they they were the whole time, dude. They were in the defense mode. Yeah. And, like, the professor was, like, after, like, 10 minutes, she was like, okay, thank you, guys. <laughs> that was short. it, dude. Yeah. Oh, man. And, um, and then, so, then after wow. after that was over, she, we were supposed to talk about, like, you know, who did what. And literally, they got to us, and I'm like, Tina. Uh, did it all. She's all like, who, she's, like, she's like, who wrote the policy? I'm like, I did. She's like, you had the best policy um, reform. It was perfect. You you explained why it was necessary, what it's gonna fix, what the weaknesses could be, and how you would fix that in the future. And she's like, "That was great, great job, Rosie." She goes, "Tina, you did everything else." Execution, and, yeah. And she, and Tina, you know, very very much like like. Well, they did that, and I'm just like, dude, she did everything. <laughs> I kept like cutting Tina off from Tina. You did everything. Yeah. They wrote some numbers down. She folded some papers. Good job at following direction to the right. rest of you. I mean, that, and that's, that, that's, what, yeah. that's, what, that's what I said. I'm like, they followed direction very well because they were giving good direction and order. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, she fucking crushed it, dude. And I was like, are there any weaknesses? I'm like, yeah, in the beginning, I was the only one that thought that she should be the city manager. And, like, at that moment, at that, like, everything was fine till then. At that moment, the professor was then was just like, it was a two-man team. You know, and, uh, and and Tina knew it. She saw it coming, mm-hmm. and I was just like, she's like, well, she's like, that's not fair. I'm like, what the fuck did they do? Yeah, I'm like, she's like, well, you didn't do much either. I'm like, yeah, I did. I made sure you were the city manager. <laughs> yeah. That's what a good fucking politician does. Yeah, he arms himself with the best possible person to help him do his job. Really and good, that's what you did. Good politicians do that. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, they they're okay with people that are better in certain fields. Uh, absolutely being facilitated to do that absolutely correctly absolutely to the best make sure they have all the resources mm-hmm. and then leave them the fuck alone right to do their job right you don't hire someone to tell you you're great at what you do you mm-hmm. hire someone to do yep to do the job in front of them yes, that's a hard thing to do her right? her her strengths allowed me to focus on the policy yeah man. and allowed her to handle all them yeah which in turn didn't take my attention away right. from putting forth the best possible policy. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I equate that to restaurant service. Perfect. Like if I have a guy I'm working with that's like a veteran server assistant, busboy. Not like a Vietnam veteran. No, no, no. Just he's been in the business 20 years, fine dining, all that. Poop his pants? Oh, it's such a gift to have that guy yeah. with you. And I don't tell. We, we might not even actually talk outside of. Actually, we use like finger signals when I greet a table. Mm-hmm. There are different water options. Right. Like ice water, sparkling bottles. There's different water options? Oh, I got gotcha. you. Or, sp- gotcha. or bottled water. Right. I for- thought you meant like there's a different sink you can get it from. No, so we have like hand signals. So they'll be watching me from across the room. And uh, like a catcher. Yeah. And okay. So what I'll do is I'll, I'll hold up a finger, one, two, or three, mm-hmm. and that that might be literally all the communication. Or, or I'll uh, walk by a table 
and I'll give them like 10, which means like 10 minutes the entrees are going to drop. Mm-hmm. So just make sure they're ready to go. And, and those are the greatest nights there are. Right. Because we have such a shorthand and it's a well orchestrated thing. And I have complete trust that this person will do all the other duties that, that are part of their their system, which is like refilling Hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. Yeah. So, yeah, so you were talking about how um, you just can use, like, signals to communicate, which is great in that industry because you don't want to be yelling across the floor, you know. Um, the, the one thing that she said to me right before, like, I, 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 it was my turn. So, like, well, the people in class got up to the podium. I was just, like, sitting in my room. Right. Um, but I stood. And, uh, <laughs> and, like, and she just goes, she just sends me a quick text. She goes, Group four doesn't have a strong um, fiscal policy, the fiscal um, avenue for their policy. Exploit that. I was, I was like, all right. By the time I got to them, they knew what was up. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I was like, in our policy, uh, what what makes it sustainable, what makes it long term, is um, the fiscal um, aspect of the attached to it because it's sustainable for a fiscal year. And it's also sustainable in the short term in a quarter fiscal year. And they would have sitting there like, you didn't even think of that. Yeah. Dude, they knew it was over. Like, as, so- as soon as fucking we got up there and, like, she and, and Tina handed me that dots, they were like, we're done. The girl, the girl is, is, dude, has, I think that throughout this entire semester, she has earned... All of two, all every every point except for two, the entire semester. So this is someone you would want to work with. This is somebody that I am fucking like hoping to God I can fucking work with after college. Yeah, you know, dude, she's missed two points. That's insane. Do you know how difficult that is in this major at this I, school? Dude, I know how difficult it is in any. Just some perspective. But specifically I've, that one. I've yeah. earned uh, the I, I the points that I think right now we're at like. 1860 I've earned I think 1600 pretty good two points she's fucking missed out on and those two points keep her up at night dude and the people in my fucking group were questioning her being the city manager yeah. I'm like are you guys fucking out of your minds I think they just didn't understand what was going on they didn't they didn't the whole because I you we know you we know like what we're gonna be doing this semester this is a big fucking part of our grade this was our midterm yeah. We didn't take a test. This was our midterm. Yeah. And like for the beginning of that class, the first day of the semester when we, we got the syllabus and everything, I remember being like, all right, this is going to be a big one. After the first day of class, I was like, I have to be in a group with her. Yeah. Yeah. I have to be in a group with her. You can her. just tell. Yeah. And it, it just, the, the God just put us together. And uh, would I have done as well without her? I think that I would have done my part well, but I think there would have been a lot of, uh, uh, a lot more. You would have had more responsibility. I would have had more responsibility, and it, it, it would it, there would have been a lot more work I had to do, and a lot more going back and forth within the group, and a lot of you know internal struggle, mm-hmm. because um, I, I I I that project like I get it. I know what we have to do. I read the syllabus. I listened to my professor. I've taken notes. I've watched similar meetings online. Yeah. I and I was prepared. You've done your homework, dude. Like honestly, even if I did none of that, mm-hmm. I still would have been the same result with her. Yeah, you know, like that. That was the whole thing. I'm like, if you guys in my head, I'm like, if they try to do anything to fucking 
persuade me or 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 convince me that she shouldn't be the city mayor. Someone else wants to do it. I would have I would have been like, no, that's not fucking happening. No way. You know. And then I remember after class, I texted her, and I was like, I hope you know from the first day of class, I this is the result I was hoping for. And she was like, oh really? I'm like, yeah, dude. I'm like, if if I would have been in any other group, I would have found something. I would have played off the school's liberal fucking, we're liberal, 100% fucking weakness spot. It'd been like, oh, I, don't, I can't be in this group. I don't like, their, their, our views are differing. Uh, they're, they're not comfortable with my religion. I would have done anything, dude. Really? Yeah, oh yeah. You wouldn't have just made it work? Because <laughs> it wouldn't funny. have worked. I'm the kind of person that, like the people in this class, from what I've seen so far, are not able to, and this is why, this is something that they need to get better at, because you can't have a weak spine in politics, and they're not the kind of group that responds well to someone who's authoritative. You know? Like, I, I that group that I was in, it took me two minutes of authoritative behavior to make them all be like, okay. Yeah. I was like, no, 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 that's not happening. Yeah. She's the city manager, I'm the mayor, you guys are our lackeys. Yeah. Listen to her. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. You guys want to get a fucking A for doing nothing? Listen to her. Mm-hmm. Let me do my fucking policy and just yeah. say, okay. I don't think that's fair. You're a C student. Yeah, learn something. I'm not letting that. Just I'm not, watch. Yeah. I'm not letting your. Be grateful let, you're working with somebody right. that knows what they're right. doing and take notes. I'm not going to let your laissez faire approach. How do you get better? You watch somebody that does it better, right. and you try right. to learn and you, instead of getting all sullen. You take direction, and you apply yourself. Yeah. And I'm not going to let somebody who's a C student, which that represents a fucking lack of effort. You're not going to get to dictate yeah. what happens here. You know this, this Why? One, this because you're a C student, and we're A students. Yeah. So like, so I was thinking about this uh, yesterday. We did a little golf, and uh, there's two, two videos. What? Wait, what was that? We golfed. Yes, my buddy and I. Who? My I mean, buddy. where? Uh, out down the 91. Uh, Why did you go to such weird places? Because it was like, what, it's 15 minutes away? The 91? Yeah, dude. Like Yoba Linda? Yeah. The Land of Gracious Living? <laughs> yeah. Bountiful Harvest. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, there were two videos you could watch in preparation for golf, right? What? There's like, like, let's say you're trying to better your golf game and you care about it. There are two videos you could watch if you're interested at all in golf. You could watch technique videos from pros mm-hmm. that are good at these things and say, all right, that's something to go work on. Or you could watch blooper reels of idiot golfers doing idiot things. Oh, you're done. This is such a... You feel better about yourself? I, I get the feeling you weren't done with your story. I apologize. I am done. Oh. I'm done. I fucking crushed it as usual. Well, this is... To, to Not the story, the assignment. Yeah, yeah. So with the assignment, there there were people there that could be better by watching people that are better. When you when you say you like now like you watch the videos of the different sorts of uh, techniques. Now, are you talking about um, you can watch a video that's pertinent to like each different area? Like you could driving your green game, yeah, whatever, your, your whatever fairway. It is that you're okay, to, okay, to do, yeah. It's, now, did you focus? Was there one aspect that you focused on more than another where you feel like your game needed improving? Just depends. The thing with golf is some days your one club is working great, and then the next time you go out, that club sucks, and the other parts of your game are better. It's just golf, man. Mm-hmm. So to put it okay. all together is is a hard thing, and it's you're kind of competing against yourself, which is the mental plus physical aspect of the game, 
which as I get older, I'm finally patient enough to embrace, um, and I'm enjoying it, even though it's frustrating uh, at times. So I guess my point is this. When I was young, when we were young, uh, we had uh, uh, role models. We had people we looked up to. We admitted that they were better than us and that it wasn't just innate and God-given, but that they worked hard at something. Mm -hmm. And that gave and us... And they reaped the benefits. Yes. Yeah. And then that gave us hope to say, well... Right. Maybe we saw them enjoying hard, the benefits. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But, but if I work hard and apply myself, I might get better at something in life. As opposed to... The other side of that these days, which is more like instead of role models, we have low models. Thank God we never had to watch someone masturbating. But yeah, thank God that's a name. Yeah, well, you can watch whatever you want these days, but I, I think I think uh, this generation or or it's a lot easier now, right, to say like um, it's okay to be mediocre. Yeah, and it, there's yeah. there's two ways to feel better about yourself. One is to, to the hard work of inspiring right, hope. Right, Go on, earn it, yeah. Earn it, and then you yeah. say, oh my God, I did make some progress, even if it's incremental. Right. The other way is to watch somebody that's worse than you at something, and then you just laugh at them. And one of them is productive. The other isn't productive. I do both. Well, of course, we're human, bro. <laughs> we all do both. But the ideal, right, is, is to... Be around somebody that's better than you at something that right. interests you. Yeah, and, and be able to admit that. And admit that. Yeah. And yeah. then try to become better at that yeah. instead of making fun of people that are only worse. Because there are funny things. Like if some guy's talking shit, he's like, oh, I'll ball you up in basketball or whatever. And then he, he tries to dribble three times and falls on his face mm -hmm. and shoots it as he's doing it. And it goes over the backboard. And you, <laughs> just, you just go, well, that's fucking funny. Like Costanza. He was a chucker. Yeah. 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 Um, I think we... Uh, I think the push for mediocrity has always been there in humans. It's just more accessible these days. Yeah, because but they're giving out participation awards. To strive, yeah, yeah, to strive for something, and, and to admit it's okay to admit that this person is better than you. Oh yeah, and that they work like Jordan worked harder than anyone. Right. He hit it well, but he worked harder than anyone. Same with Kobe. Uh, you know uh, what? Jerry Rice, who was not yeah. the most physically talented right. receiver right. in the history of the NFL. Right. Right. Some say is the greatest receiver in the history of the NFL. Right. Because he worked harder than everyone right. in the history of the NFL at that position. I'm actually glad you brought that up. I was thinking about this earlier, how our society, like, we, we, we always use, like, there's always, like, the, 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 the one person that's, like, the fucking benchmark yeah. or something. Yeah. Like, in, in basketball, you know, the benchmark is, oh, he's going to be the next Jordan. And he, I even go as far as to say, oh, he's going to be the next Kobe. You know, like, in our generation, like, those are the two. Yeah. That's it. And then, you know, you, you, you get into something like evil. Everyone's always like, oh, he's the next Hitler. That's like always the benchmark for evil. Right. You know? And um, I, I think that, like, what we need to move away from as a society is, you know, placing that certain person as the benchmark like this there's, there's some arguments that like you, you really just can't refute like brady he's an ex brady that's the benchmark for quarterback greatness brady there's another guy physically not that gifted. right right and that's why he's the benchmark because his work ethic worked kobe work ethic jordan work ethic hitler didn't have a good work ethic work ethic you know he was just out of his fucking mind and yes he is a benchmark for evil but as a society I think that as long as we keep putting like the people that are positively influencing us and positive, giving us a positive um, outlook on things like Jordan and, and Brady and all that, and um, 
We need to move away from like, oh, he's the next this, or he's the next Hitler, because that's not a way our society should think. We're thinking in terms of like, oh, he's so evil. Donald Trump wasn't evil. He's not the next Hitler. Donald Trump didn't do any of the shit. Neither is Putin. They're both fucking stupid, and they suffer from the strongman complex. That's not a benchmark for evil. Now, when, when, when people can move away from that and take that power away, it's harder for current regime leaders and strongmen to have that because they're not looked at and feared. Yeah. If people are calling you the next Hitler and you hear that, that to you, you smell fear. You smell blood. And then you get that fucking megalomaniac attitude yeah. like Putin has. Right. Because you're comparing them to the benchmark of something. Yeah. and I, It's positive and it's negative. Sure. And the negative, I will go as far to say, has caused this fucking invasion of Ukraine. Yeah. Well, I would say, too, that, um, you know, on the... You know, as, as humans, we're sort of pack animals. We want that strong leader, historically speaking. This is how we look up to that. Mm -hmm. we, we put people on pedestals because uh, that's just the way we're wired. We come from a tribal uh, mentality. Uh, the sharks don't do that. Sharks just, they're sharks. Mm -hmm. You know, they're just sharks. They're, they're kind of solo and they just, you know. I haven't studied sharks, but I'm, they I mean, do hang I'm, out I'm assuming groups. that you're, yeah, you, yeah. You're, yeah but, I don't know. They do hang out in groups during spawning season uh, off the great. Yeah. Uh, so there's a great cliff out there in the Pacific. But then beyond that, they're kind of on their own throughout the world, really. But when it comes to humans, we do pick that that whatever it is. That like halibut. <laughs> yeah. That's the benchmark for delicious fish. They are. Yeah. So good. That's why the sharks. We're coming are mad. into halibut season, by the way. That's why sharks are mad. Halibut season, not the Atlantic halibut season. No. That's done past. Alaskan. I lived in Alaska. It's weird. It was weird. So it was always weird. daylight. Great place for a meth head, not a great place for a dude. Hey, That's just like there to make a couple tan? bucks. I, I, I met a guy in AA. His name's Eddie. And he was from Attleboro, Massachusetts, which is the town next to the town I grew up in, Foxborough. And the town where Aaron Hernandez killed that guy. That spot where Aaron Hernandez killed that guy, my sister would jog through there. Yeah, dude. It's a very, very small town area. And this guy, Eddie, he met me in a meeting. He heard me share. And he was like, wow, what part of Massachusetts are you from? And that's when you know someone else is from Massachusetts. Because they're not going to be like, oh, are you from Jersey? And I'm like, I'm never going to be your fucking friend. Um, and, and, and he was like... Um, he was like, oh, well, because uh, in my share, I was like, yeah, I, I had just gotten out here. And I was like, I'm not working right now. And, you know, uh, but I was like, I'm a great film sober, yada, 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 all that. He's like, well, he's like, uh, I'm going to come to Alaska for a couple months. I've been, I go up there every year. I've been going there for 26 years. He's like one of the head honchos up there. He was like, I can get you a job. He's like, all you'd be doing is sitting in an office all day, making a shitload of money. And I'm like, all right. Sounds good. I'm like, can I uh, bring my girlfriend? And he was like. I don't give a shit. I'm like, all right, cool. And so we went up there with him uh, for two and a half months and broke up while we were there. And then we, we, we uh, came back and I made 11 grand in two and a half months. Damn. Yeah. It's a good gig. It was a good gig. It was weird, though. Yeah. I, I, I like, Did you I, have the blackout I curtains? I couldn't wait to leave. Did you have blackout yeah. curtains? Yeah. But, dude, I was working. It was one of the busiest salmon seasons ever when I went up oh. there. I worked... 
uh, I think it was 58 straight days, 18 hour days. 18 hours 18 a hour day. days. That's how I made so much money in such a short period of time. Christ. Dude, my tax return that year, I got back three grand. Wow. You get an extra thousand uh, dollars just for, for working for in Alaska. Living or working in yeah. Alaska, yeah. Yeah. That. Dude, yeah, I was year like, round residence. It's like what five grand a year. That that money yeah. that I made there, I is still working and growing because I put like three fourths of it into yeah. an IRA. Yeah. So I called my mom. I'm like, mom, I need Benny's number. He's my family's accountant. Yeah. Benny Weinstein. And so I called him. And I was like, what do you suggest yeah, I what do? Yeah, what do I do with this? Yeah. yeah. And he was like, well, this is what I would do. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm like, okay, great. And I'm like, talk to the guy for like an hour. And I'm like, you know that you can't bill me, right? And he was like, <laughs> he kind of started laughing. And he's like, oh, what do you mean? And I'm like, I'll bill you money. You're my parents' accountant. Yeah, I just I'm, called you and asked for some advice. I'm not your client. And he was like, you little shyster. I'm like, <laughs> he's like, I have an internship. Are you interested? I'm like, I'm like, Betty, come on here. I'm like, you were you were you've been at every birthday I've had. Yeah. Like, come on, dude. Your family. I'm not hook, fucking paying you. Hook it up. Yeah. But I did. I give him twenty bucks. Yeah. I'm like, don't spend it all in one he place, also, Benny. He also quoted you ten percent above. Yeah. The growth average. Yeah. He's fine. And uh, yeah, yeah. So that money is still occurring interest. And like, dude, like that was the smartest thing I did with that money. Because uh, plus, I was, when we get sober, dude, we have all this time and right. and energy, and we're just like, what do I do? Oh, <laughs> I work eighteen hours a day. That also, and just yeah, fucking sleep. made me value. Yeah, uh, having free time. Yeah, because when I was up there, dude, I I mean, I went to there was an AM meeting because he knew this one meeting that was up there. It was yep. Six people, and yep. met once a week. Yeah. And since he was one of the head honchos there, yeah, he was able to work my schedule. Okay, well, you so you could go to the meeting. Right. That's cool. Right. Right. And, uh, yeah, it was nuts, dude. But it, was dude, all- it turns out this life is pretty cool if we get out of our own way long enough, by the grace of God, and start working a different program with Fisting. contrary action. <laughs> I mean, that's – got I get – you know what? No judgment. There's a lot of different avenues you can go down. Yeah. Especially in Alphabet Town. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> all right. I, I, I got to go. I got to get a poop. Yep. I need to can't care of that. We're going to sign off first. Put your goddamn hand. I'll go get the stick. You're going to leave me hanging? We're going to sign off. Just going to leave me hanging? Thank Fine. you. We're going to have to do it again. Fine. So. I'm down for two. Um, we will be back on Tuesday probably. Yep. Uh, go to our website. Uh, go to our YouTube page. Uh, Zombie Eaters Podcast presents Two Sweet Lambruscos. Oh. What if what if, what if, uh, if, if somebody wants to. Um, Cocaine rodeo? No, no, no. If somebody has a question or. Uh, I don't care what people have to say. You don't? No. Well, tell them to write in, dude. Right now. Or if they have a funny story. Or... If you're from Australia, yeah, do what Long Ones is suggesting. If you're from anywhere else, I've seen the numbers. Go fuck yourself. So, <laughs> go to our YouTube channel. So Zombie Eaters Podcast presents Two Sweet Lambruscos. <laughs> go to our website, zombieeaterspodcast.org. And check us out on Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. Or... Org. Or Breaker. Okay. You're in Alaska because the waves break. Or Australia. On the Gold Coast. What do they use in Australia? Breaker? What do they use? Breaker. Breaker. Without them, we'd be dead. So, um... No, we'd be all right. Our podcast is listener-supported, so you don't have to do not pay or have a uh, premium subscription to listen to our podcast. So, until next time, Billy Longloins, Polly Firm. Good night, Melbourne, wherever you are. Fuck Austin, Texas. I'm giving you no love.
part of a Frank Zappa song.